Welcome to the Snake and Flake Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Swerving Snake, joined by Big Rig Orwig. It is October 26th, like at 8.30, 8.36 to be exact. Uh, it's kind of a late, late recording, but we wanted to make sure we could do it uh, regardless of uh, what we have going on in our lives. So how's it going, Rig? going pretty good even though it's late i'm happy we're here so all these managers can get our uh last piece of advice for them i know they they look forward to it every week and it decides their lineups for them so yeah one thing that um that i found out this week that was really disappointing um because i've heard of people doing this just to mess with whoever they're playing but i really wanted to just empty out my roster my starting roster um just so you can see my projections and then the morning of like within like 10 minutes before the game starts or whatever, just throw everyone in there. But the platform won't let me do that, and it just threw random people in my lineup, so I wasn't able But I should have just put anyways, in Lamar Jackson and D-Jax and everyone. Yeah, so um, I should have uh, some Indian food getting delivered to my house here in a minute. So you might hear my dogs start losing their minds. Um, so we're going to – how about this? How about I have you uh, – Start off with our first prediction, because we're just going to roll into that. That's pretty much all we have to talk about today. Um, and I'm going to let my dog upstairs, and uh, we'll just do it that way. So how about you kick us off? Do you have it pulled up? Yeah, I got it pulled up. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll start with my matchup, since it's the first one on my screen. Okay, uh, go week, for it. This week, I'm taking on a motivated Miggy Del Taco. Um, first initial reaction looking at our matchup is... One, I think I beat Miggy already earlier in the year, so hopefully it's you know it's as simple as the last one. Um, really, you've already played him? Yeah, I thought we played earlier. I could be wrong. Oh no, we didn't. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. It's a long day, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you're good. Either way, uh, my starting quarterback's not here. I got Aaron Rodgers this week, which I think was a pretty sweet move. Um, I'm a little worried about his quarterback and running back. They both have really good matchups. Um, you're talking about Love project- Bell or? Both yeah, Lev Bell. Lev Bell's got Jacksonville. Devontae Freeman, I I don't know. He's hit or miss. It's just he's just receiving based, I guess. He's been doing pretty well besides when he gets ejected. Um, yeah, I was thinking as long as he doesn't throw any punches, he should be fine. Yeah, especially to like the biggest freak in the NFL. I wouldn't fight him ever. Or anyone nope. for that matter. Violence is awful. Um I got OBJ. I'm still starting him. Uh it's it's a scary play with Gilmore covering him. But I'm just hoping for, like, one breakout play from OBJ. I can maybe get some points from him. I don't like my matchups particularly. I'm still going to pick myself to win because if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? So um, where I'll get the extra points, I'm hoping Edmonds pops off because I think they're going to rule out David Johnson Sunday, even though he's game-time decision. It just Mm -hmm. doesn't lean towards him playing. Uh, And even if they say – DJ is playing. It's going to be Edmonds starting for me. I'm not playing that game. This. <laughs> yeah, you want to avoid that. So, um, so as far as anyone else, uh, they think it's going to go over or under the projections. Is there anyone else you want to highlight? Um, over under. I'm hoping MVS just doesn't get those big, huge plays. Um, I mean, I guess if he does, I have Aaron Rodgers. So I look at that as like a sweet. Uh, that's a positive for me going into it for me to get the win. That's like my biggest. Highlight, I would say, is since I have Aaron Rodgers, MBS is going to get those points, which means I'm getting those points as well. So hopefully that like yeah. narrows our margin down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, uh, if I was you, I would put, just so your uh, prediction numbers are a little better, I would put money on uh, Del Taco because I think it's uh, 
I'm sorry to say it, but considering the matchups, I think it's pretty clear he's going to walk away with this. I think you're, uh, I think you're going to be looking at your total score closer to a hundred more than, uh, than 130. Um, in all honesty, so I think uh, the big ones. I think uh, for you, while you're going to score under, is really uh, Chase Edmonds going up against New Orleans. New Orleans has like allowed the lead. It's like one. It's like within their like top three against um, running backs as far as like fantasy points allowed. So uh, I, if, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's him or uh, David Johnson. I don't think he's going to. Give the return that you want. And also, uh, OBJ, I think he's going to be a dud. I don't think he's going to get even his uh, 10 projected. Um, Yo, he'll, eat, he'll eat the ball 50 yards. He'll throw touchdowns. He'll, he'll do what he has to do. I mean, we'll see what happens, but I got my money on Del Rio for that one. Um, so the next one, I'm just going with what's on the top of my list. Uh, me and Falcon, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, man. Uh, this, I feel like this is, like, honestly, this is probably the game of the year at least for me and uh, where I stand in this league, just by talking to you pretty often. And Dave, obviously, I work with them. We're pretty much around each other all day. Um, yeah, this is – this is I'm most excited for this. I think this is more exciting than the championship already that I can even think of, besides when I win the championship. Um, mm. For you, it sucks. You have to throw out Tannehill. Um, it's a pretty risky play. I mean, obviously, Tampa Bay, they got a good rushing defense. So, I mean, I guess Derrick Henry could get stuff. Tannehill actually looked pretty good uh, last week. So, I think that, like, it, it could either benefit you that their run, running game might suck, so they might have to lean towards throwing the ball. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, it depends on what kind of Tampa Bay is playing. If you're getting a five-interception Jameis Winston, um, obviously that means Tannehill has the ball a lot. Or if you're getting a five-touchdown Jameis Winston, um, it could be a shootout, and they're not really going to be running the ball as much between both teams. So it's weird. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what Ty Johnson is. Um, obviously, he got all the touches when KJ went down, but I'm curious to see what their split will be with him and McKissick. Um, on the other side, I mean, he's got really favorable matchups for Watson against Oakland, who I'm pretty sure is the worst pass-ranked defense. Yeah, uh, they're, they're Sa- pretty bad. Sa- I mean, Saquon's they just against that, Detroit. Uh, yeah, the, the Oakland just allowed that 50-point uh, game to, uh, to Aaron Rodgers. So Yeah, that – that does it for you. That throws you down there. Um, let's see. What else you guys got? But I, I don't know. At the same time, I guess your receivers have. I mean, you have the same thing. Uh, he's got Watson playing. Uh, but then you got Kenny Still. So I think he's going to have a really good week this week. Uh, Will Fuller, obviously, being out, everyone knows that. Um, he pretty much fills that role. And then those targets aren't really getting split between the two. Um, on the other mm-hmm. side, he's got Corey Davis, who you have Tannehill, who's kind of like between him and A.J. Brown, there's usually the one-two for their receiving core. Yeah. Um, Honestly, on paper, you guys are pretty matched up. I'd say um, it's kind of rough. I think the, the biggest – how I look at it is it's going to come down to, like, I'd say your flex player is going to play a big part. Like, you got Chubb going in your flex. He's got Crowder right now. Um, he might possibly change that to someone else. I could predict maybe. Tyrell Williams, I think, is a better play. Obviously, if he's ruled playing or active. Um, mm mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with Dave on this win. I don't know how that makes you feel or how you how you're feeling about that, but I just think Saquon's second game back. I feel like they're gonna rely on him a lot. It depends on what Watson you get, and then uh, Fournette. I mean, he just. I mean, he gets 30 touches a game. He's gonna do something. You know, the Jets have a pretty good run defense. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Fournette's gonna get something. If Fournette just starts getting touchdowns, he's a top three, top four running back fantasy this year. He just only has one touchdown on the year. 
But what, what do you think? I mean, I know it's, it's your game, so hopefully you feel good about your team. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling really good about my team. Um, as far as my lineup construction, I feel like I did a really good job of um, kind of countering where I feel like he's going to get more points. So, you know, with him playing Deshaun Watson, I mean, he's a great QB, and I think he's going to obviously go over his projections. I do think uh, I'm going to get some re really good return with Kenny Stills with a lot of those passes going to him. Um, and I think uh, a few touchdowns are going to go his way as well. And then I also threw in a uh, Fairbairn, Houston kicker. Yeah, Houston so, um, kicker, yep. yeah. So, I mean, whether they're somehow get stopped and he's able to get some field goals or, um, you know, whenever they score and get extra points, I feel like that's going to keep us a little bit more neck and neck. Beyond that, I think, uh, I think Chris Carson and Tyler Lockett will have a great game. Atlanta is like, they're not stopping any offense. Yeah, uh, Ty Johnson, important. it will be really interesting to see how he turns out. One bit, little fun fact for you, um, which I really hope that the split is more of like a 70-30 between Johnson and, isn't it, uh, McKissick? Yeah, McKissick, yep. Yeah, but um, fun fact, Ty Johnson in his pro day, because this is, his, I believe this is his first year, right? He's a rookie? Uh, yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah but um, in his, his pro day, he ran a 4-2. Uh, that's fast. Four, that's really fast. I don't run. I don't run often yeah. or ever. It's faster that's than my fast. 40, which yeah, – um, I don't remember. I don't remember what we clocked you at. Well, I just remember running it outside of Buffalo Wild Wings, and it was not that. <laughs> so I think there might be a recording somewhere that I hope yeah. never – makes its way onto social media, but uh, we'll see what happens. So yeah, we'll um, besides, that, besides that, uh, between me and him, I th I'm happy that I have the better tight end. Darren Waller right now is Ooh. sitting as the tight end two, and Kelsey yeah, is the tight end four. Um, he had a great game last week, um, especially with Tyrell Williams being out so much. Um, it'd be real interesting to see – but I think, I think Darren Waller's going to have a great game. And then the other one that I think is really going to throw me over the edge, which is going to give me that dub, is the, the Rams' defense. I think since they made that uh, trade for the I – don't, I don't know his name. Uh, the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that really locks down a lot of their secondary and shutting down the pass. And they have a great um, D-line. And they're able to get sacks and get at the quarterback. And Cincinnati's just awful. They're uh, – offensive line is awful so I think I think the Rams D is really going to pull it out for me um so yeah I, I definitely think uh, I'm going to walk away with it this week how do, how do we feel about Chubb this week uh to be honest I put <coughs> him in my flex because I'm not certain if I want to play Chubb or I want to play Coleman in all honesty so um I'm really not super confident in Chubb going against New England they've only allowed one rushing touchdown on the year so, uh, so he might get swapped, but we'll see. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to see how Ty Johnson and Carson, what kind of points they put up, and then kind of halfway through that first game, that's going to help me make the decision if I want to go Chubb or, um, or Coleman. So, so it's really? a little up in the air, but, yeah, yeah, we'll see. That'll be a late, late deciding fact. Uh, they both have four o'clock games. That works out perfectly for you. Yep. Yep, I thought this through. Trying to be a mastermind. No, so he's um, coming for you, Dave. Watch out. I'm coming. So uh so yeah, I'll give that one to me. You got Dave. Yeah. I got it written down in the book. So we'll keep that keep track of that. Moving on, uh Dennis and Boomerang. 
So right now, Dennis is looking to blow him out. He's projected at 131. Boomerang's at 113. First look, Kirk Cousins was awfully disappointing, not even throwing a, a touchdown. He's only got 11 points. From his game, Dalvin Cook does what Dalvin Cook does. Yeah, he's a freak. I'm really interested to see how uh, McCaffrey goes up against this uh, San Francisco defense just because they've been ridiculously good. I wonder if that's going to – if they're going to be able to shut him down or not. Like, he's definitely going to be able to get the volume he normally does, but it just depends on what kind of production he's going to make of it. Um, So – Looking at Dennis's lineup, the only way I think Boomerang will have a chance is if McCaffrey gets shut down and has a sub-20 point game. Yeah. And then same with Hilton against the, uh, the Denver defense. I think, that's, I think that's really where it's going to lie. And then also, the, um, you know, who's going to have the, the hot game? Is it going to be uh, Jamal Williams or Aaron Jones? You know, right now he's starting uh, Jamal Williams. So whichever, I guess whatever Green Bay running back gets the gets the touchdowns and gets the good carries. Um, Hopefully Aaron Rodgers is throwing all night because that's what I I need. So let's, let's go with that right. And he probably will be. So. <coughs> oh, pardon my French. Um, and then also, I mean, Dennis also has the uh, the Steelers defense, which is going to totally decimate Miami. Um, I would, to be honest, I'd be surprised. I mean, it's really just going to come down to interceptions because Miami is looking a lot better since they threw in, uh, what's his name? The crazy it's magic. It's, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he definitely played a lot better than Rosen did, and they were actually able to score some uh, touchdowns in the last game. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, I think Dennis is going to walk away with this. I think Boomerang just really didn't. I mean, in all honesty, I think he drafted a shit team. And he hasn't made enough uh, trades, moves to uh, to trade up for those better players. And uh, yeah, boom roasted. He is four and three though. He is four and three. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. But I mean, having to rely on running backs like Todd Gurley and Damian Williams, uh, I I just not be very confident. And right now he has uh, Latavius Murray in his starting lineup, which yeah. I think they're still waiting to see if uh, if Kamara's going to play or not. Yeah, he's questionable. Uh, I think they said game time decision to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would think they would not have him play personally. Um, I don't know. I, I don't for Kamara. I don't. I don't see the reason to try and rush him back. Um, I mean, I agree, but it sounds like they're going to play Breeze this week. And no, yeah, Breeze is already. He's already been determined. He's starting. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know why they would. I mean. Just in my mind, like, if the team's coming at it from the perspective of, like, oh, we're going to play Breeze because he's ready, if um, Kamara's ready, they're going to play him too. Um, yeah. If I was – I mean, if I was the head coach and it was my decision, I'd be like, look, we got these two guys. Like, let's just sit them. It's Arizona. It's an easy dub. Um, yeah. No reason to, to rush anyone back. But that's just me. Um, so, outside of that, is there anything you want to highlight? Um. Yeah, I guess real quick, uh, I, I think Mouton's going to win this game uh, pretty easily. Uh, the one thing I would like to say, I, I kind of feel bad for Kirk Cousins. Um, he honestly played, like, a perfect game as a quarterback. Uh, it's just fantasy. Like, if you don't pay attention only to fantasy points, he doesn't look like he did good. He was 23 to 26. He had two throwaways, and one was a dropped pass. So, essentially, he threw a perfect game, 285 yards. 
Um, I pick Mouton. I think his projections, honestly, are probably around where they're going to be. Uh, 19th actually a low projection for McCaffrey, like based off what he's got. I think he should be around there just based off his volume. The only way I could ever see uh, Boomer winning, kind of like what you said with CMC doing bad, TY doing bad, uh, is if Kansas City, like with, uh, what's his name? Is it Matt Moore? Is that who's the QB for them right now? Or whoever's the QB, the backup that came in from a home. Sure. Yeah, Daniel, yeah. If they have to, if they, maybe if they lean towards the run more and Daniel Williams is used because he could run into a point where like they go just LaShawn McCoy and his RB2 he's got. Um, it blows my mind, even though Tampa Bay is like a top three rush defense. I personally couldn't put Damian Williams in over Derrick Henry based off of the volume that Damian Williams has gotten since he's got come back. I'd still take the risk on Derrick Henry going against a good uh rush defense but i don't know maybe things change but the only way i see that cmc and his receivers are all underperforming and williams or whoever he puts in his rb2 pops off because everyone else will probably get around their projections they're nothing crazy mm-hmm. um that's the only way i could see a win there but yeah i think Mutan will take it pretty easy this week all right yeah i agree with that so sorry, uh Boomer. good luck next yeah, year Yeah, sorry bro but uh you're not looking too hot so uh, going to the next one, Big Bird, Jappo Layman. Right now we have Big Bird projected at 124. Jappo projected at 114. He had a uh, pretty dud performance from uh, McLaurin against that Miami or uh, Minnesota defense. Uh, Goff, I think Goff is going to have a great game for Big Bird. Uh, I wonder how scared Big Bird is putting him in after he gave him that awful game. Yeah. Uh, a little PTSD action. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I, uh, honestly, I think Big Bird's going to walk away with it. I think Josh Jacobs is a beast. Julio Jones, I'm interested, interested to see what kind of project or, uh, production he puts out with their uh, Atlanta's backup quarterback going in. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he's going to be able to still uh, sustain him as kind of like a RB1. And then also the, uh, the usage with Tyreek Hill with um, Kansas City's <coughs> backup quarterback. But, um but, yeah, I mean, you got the Patriots D. I think the Patriots are facing better offenses throughout the rest of the season, and I don't think they're going to perform as well as they did in the first half of the season. However, it's still the Patriots D, and they've been playing extremely good. So, um, so yeah, I think I'm going to have to give this one to Big Bird. So, any any thoughts for uh, – especially on uh, Jampo Landman's lineup? Um, yeah, I, I, right at the top, I go Big Bird as well. Um, I think he'll hit his projection. Uh, then, yeah, same thing you already said. The thing that sucks for him is his two best receivers are both on their backup quarterbacks right now. Um, for Jappo, I would think he would be going uh, Drew Brees. He might make that change. Um, that should help him out. McLaurin, yeah, that sucks, 5.9. Um, he's whack. I don't – his receivers – without Amari Cooper, his receiving core does not look Yeah, I don't know. Good. Like, I'd be really interested to kind of look back at the draft because it's like – like, I, I don't know where his receivers went, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel I'm, like all – I'm worried McLaurin and, playing, so. McLaurin and Shark were both picked Waver up off of rest. waivers. Then you have Devontae Parker. It's like, what happened to your receiving core? Yeah, you awkward. Um, mm-hmm. So, I think he's going to have to change his flex, too. So, um, no, I, I wouldn't want to put in Tyler Boyd. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's – I think they've already come out and said Jalen Ramsey's just going to be – uh, matched up against Boyd the whole time. And you have mm-hmm. a top two corner. It's between him and Gilmore, who they say is the best corner in the NFL. Uh, I don't like that matchup for Boyd. 
Um, so, yeah, I think uh, Big Bird takes this one home, but that's about that for them. All right. Uh, moving on, let's see. The last one, Flexen versus Tingle. I think this is a fun game to watch. Um, Flexen's projected at 108. Tingle's at 109. Could potentially be a really close game, which is crazy. Luckily, Tingle had a uh, a pretty decent game from Diggs, who's still putting up numbers. I say uh, he's still winning that trade as the the season's progressing, that trade between him and Falcon. But, but yeah, so uh, off the top, is there anything that sticks out between this matchup? Uh, yeah, um, you know, Tingle, man, Flexen, he's, he's about to win two in a row. I never thought I was going to say this throughout the season. Um, I think he's going to win. I, Brissett's good, T.Y.'s good, but Chris Harris is the corner. Their pass defense pretty good. I don't see Brissett having as good of a game he's been having. Miles Sanders, you having Zeke on a bye week doesn't help you. Uh, Lindsey up against Indy's rush defense isn't that great. McCoy, good matchup against Green Bay. I'm, I think they're going to try and run a little bit more for Kansas City, and those generally have been going towards McCoy. Uh, Sony Michelle finds the end zone as of recently. Cleveland's rush defense isn't good. Uh, I mean, Cole Beasley is oh, – he might do something. Marvin Jones has a good matchup, and even though Tennessee's good, Chris Godwin still finds a way to get receptions and yards every week. Um I've heard Keenan Allen might not play this week. He popped up on the injury report Thursday uh, for, I want to say it was a hamstring issue. So mm-hmm. hopefully, Tingle, if you're listening before the game and you're monitoring that, um, Sutton should be good. But besides that, and then also the 49ers defense, I still think is going to do pretty decent, uh, even though it's against Carolina's offense. I think they'll they'll have a good scheme for McCaffrey. I don't see, like you said, I, I still think McCaffrey will do well, but the 49ers defense will probably still get 15 points, I would guess. They're really freaking good. That's pretty much it yeah. coming on them. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, looking at it, I think – I mean, I'm surprised. I guess it's really just because Elliot's in his bye week. You know, it's really just kind of hit or miss with uh, Tingle's running backs with uh, with Sanders and Lindsey. Um, because they're both in timeshares, it's like, are they going – like, who's going to get the touchdowns on those teams? Um, yeah, and that's why they're always projected kind of low. But um, but yeah, I mean, I see this. I see this being a potentially close game. But I I definitely think Flexen walks away with. He just has wow. the uh, the better matchups. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff you already kind of hit on, and as far as like the the wide receivers and the running backs go, I just don't see anyone on Tingle's lineup really having a exceptional game besides. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be a target bump with Muhammad Sanu getting traded away. Um, and the Seattle defense has really not been that great. And they've, their uh, secondary has really given up a lot of points. So I think you might see Calvin Ridley um, beat his projections. I think uh, Gerald Everett has been surprisingly good over the last uh, three or four last weeks. weeks you, yeah, he's been good. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his targets over the last four weeks, starting with Tampa Bay in week four, eight targets, Seattle in week five, 11, San Francisco, yeah. which we know San Francisco is a, a good defense, five targets. And then last week, Atlanta, 10, uh, 10 targets. I think Jared Leverett's going to – I think it's really good that he picked him up because he's always been hurting at tight end. And mm. uh, I think he's going to see some pretty good production there but um I, so i think there's a good chance so especially going up against cincinnati uh where they should have the ball a lot i think gerald everett will overperform and then i'm really interested in seeing how uh 
Denver utilizes Portland Sutton with uh, Emmanuel Sanders being gone. I wonder how that's going to influence his production. If because you know, um, if uh, it's kind of throwback to last year, uh, watching Cincinnati last year. If you paid attention to the fantasy stats, Tyler Boyd put up more fantasy points per game in games where AJ Green was active. And it's just because the uh, you know you have other good pass catching weapons that draw some of the coverage. I'm interested to see how the coverage and attention shifts with Cortland Sutton being the, the, the guy, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, we'll have to see. so that'll be interesting to see, but I mean, for sure. I think, I think Flexen walks away with it. I think people are sleeping on Sony Michelle. I mean, every week he's getting great amount of carries, you know, last three weeks. I mean, really there's only one week in week three where he got under 15 carries in the last three weeks. He's had 16, 22, 19, and then also about three targets each of those games, which is that's where the money is for these uh, these running backs and their production. So I think uh, I think Fluxon's going to walk away with it. And two and six, it's comeback season. Two and six, it is. I just want to. I can't wait. I love it's so it's moment of silence for um, for it being week eight and knowing that the uh, fantasy season is halfway over after this week. Yeah, but yeah, um, it's going to be really interesting to see these uh, these wins that Flexen starts getting. If it's going to end up pushing someone in or out of uh, contention for the uh, the playoffs or not, you know? Yeah, every every week matters, man. Every week does matter. So so yeah, we'll see we'll see how it shakes out. But I mean, it looks like we're pretty similar on most of these. The last three were the same. Really, it's just going to be, as far as our predictions, the differences that we're going to have to watch is your game with, uh, with Del Rio and then my game with Dave is really the, yeah. the two where we're differing. So, so all right. Well, uh, I think I that's about to, to, uh, to wrap it up for this week. Is there anything else you want to say or point out? Yo, hot take. Browns win this week against New England. Really? That's it. That's my bold take for you. I, mean, I got to throw one out every week. Got to throw something out there. Feed the fans. You got to throw something out? Yeah, Browns are making wish. some wine, some wine adjustments they've been working on uh, with this bye week. Um, I've heard there's they got some new game script going on about like distributing the ball different ways. Uh, a week for Baker to hopefully figure out why he should act like an NFL quarterback and like be efficient. Hopefully that like plays a part in it. Um, yeah, I, I just I think they have a pretty good chance. Um, we'll see. I feel confident with it though. You do. Yeah, 20, 27. I'll even throw numbers. It's going to be Browns 27, New England. I'll go 24, 27, 24 Browns. Really? Yep. Well, uh, I will uh, – Yo, mark it. I will counter, I'll counter that. I don't know what I will counter it with, but I will say that, uh, that after this episode we'll come up with something. And uh, if you're – I because see, here's the thing. I don't think – I don't think the Browns get more than two touchdowns. Rude. No faith. Yeah, I don't I don't think they do. So um so we'll come up with something. We'll do a, a little bet and we'll we'll come up with something for uh for I guess if the uh the Browns over under on two touchdowns. Sounds pretty pretty even. Sound good? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do it. Oh yeah, I'll do that bet over under two touchdowns. Easy. For the we'll Browns? Something. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll do something. They'll be a loser, obviously. We'll have probably a little video, I guess, in the, the Q two Legends chat. Yeah, we'll probably have to come up with some sort of uh, 
Instagram contest. Uh, oh no, no. We'll we'll have someone do something stupid, and uh, we'll we'll throw up some more social media accounts and and good, have some good, stuff. Good. Yeah, we'll, so we'll start a poll. We'll get a poll going. Poll, interesting. All right, well, uh, well, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we get this published tonight, and uh, whenever everyone wakes up in the morning, hopefully hungover, we can. Um, you guys can listen to this rolling into uh, into the games. So, so that's it for us here at the Snake and Flake Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm uh, Swerve Snake, and there's a big rig somewhere. Bye. And, uh, That's it for us, so we'll see you guys later. Hey, everybody, it's The Rig. Um, Coming at you with a Week 8 preview of mine and Miggy Del Taco's matchup. Uh, I'm going to do this thing a little differently. Uh, All you guys are too nice to each other. It's it's really annoying. I don't don't get what the deal is. Uh, We're all here to win the league, and you guys all want to be all nice and say, oh, I hope you're having a good day, and... Uh, good luck out there. This is a fun league. No, fuck that. Uh, I play Miggy Del Taco. I look forward to fucking destroying his team. I hope they all get hurt tragically. He gets 10 points only in this match. Um, the fact that he even thinks there's going to be a chance to win, I don't care. We might be friends and all, but when it comes to fantasy, I'm here to win. And I'm sick of you guys all being nice. You put $50 into this league and you want to talk about, oh, good luck. Like, fuck that. Miggy, honestly, man, I've been trying to make trades with you all year. I hope something bad happens to Love Bell for how many times I try getting him. You deserve bad things to happen to him. And you can negotiate that with the board. They can all talk about this. Um, But I don't really care. I think your team's shitty. And my backup quarterback's about to destroy your team. So I got that going for me. But besides that, um, I'll, I'll be like all you guys. Oh, hope you guys are having a good night. Um, not that I really care or anything, because I'm over here living my best life rig out. Yo, yo, it's I'm Falcon Better, also known as Dave. Uh, first and foremost, thank you, uh, Swerve and Warwick, for letting me be part of this fantasy league. Honestly, it's been probably the most fun and interesting league I've ever been a part of in my many, many years of doing fantasy and. Uh, it's because you guys are all really involved. You all talk a lot, and it uh, just makes things exciting. So let's just keep it going for the rest of the year, honestly. Um, swerve. Finally get to play this week. Looking forward to catching that easy dub and sending you one step closer to the toilet bowl. Nah, I'm just playing. But for real, though, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, probably the game I've been looking forward to the most just because I always have a thing to about beating the commissioner just makes me feel a little bit better about myself. Um, other than that, this uh, this league's been pretty crazy with all the trades, and I know I've probably made some trades I liked. I've probably made some trades I regret, but you know, you just take it with a grain of salt, and uh, hopefully, uh, catch some more dubs and make my way to the uh, the finals. Uh, to everyone else, um, hope you have a great rest of your day. Wish you all the best of luck in your games this week. Later. Yo, shut the fuck up, Dave. You soft, low T, tiny nipple motherfucker. Next time you send me an audio clip, at least try to sound like a man instead of a little prepubescent child. Because have you heard yourself? You sound like a piece of soggy toast. Yo, when I hear you speak, I swear my brain cells are committing suicide.
Oh, and by the way, you're the whiniest bitch I have ever listened to. And don't call me Swerve. You don't deserve that. Yo, I'm glad we never met in person because you look like you make a living giving blowjobs in the alley behind a 7-Eleven. Oh, and look at those arms. Your arms are so fucking cute. They look like little cigarettes. I bet I could smoke you. I could roast you. And then you'd love it and you'd text me I love you and then I'd fucking ghost you. I'm about to ass rape you so hard you ain't going to shit for a week. You look so fucking dumb. You're the reason they put instructions on shampoo. You look like the kind of person that uses water when making hot chocolate. And you're welcome for letting you play in this league. Snake and Flake Inc. prides itself in its charity branch, Snake and Flake Cares, where we invite adopted downies into our fantasy league so they can finally feel like they belong somewhere.